going to call the meeting to order. And uh, roll call. Lusala, I'm here. Maliabo? Here. Uh, Paul Schentz. Panja? Uh, here. Jones? Here. Kolosh? Doug, can you hear us? We'll come back to Doug. Shannon? Yeah. Ismail? Here. Cuckoo? All right. Sorry for starting the meeting a little late. Uh, do I get any volunteer to read the land acknowledgement? All right, thank you. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous people here the history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indig indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. Thank you, Commissioner. Item three, approval February 28th, meeting minutes. I will entertain a motion. I'll second the motion. No third. Second? Yep. Uh, in, all in favor say hi. Aye. Aye. All opposed, same sign. No opposed, motion carry. Item number four, public comment on item not on the agenda. Uh, commentators shall address the commission for no more than five minutes. Commissioners shall not engage in discussion with the public or one another. Do we have any public comments? Can you please state your name for the record? And My name is Omega Danso. Um, I'm one of the event coordinators for this year's uh, very first Asian American uh, Festival in Coralville. I'm here to humbly ask for your financial support in making our event successful. Um, with your support, we will bring our community together to celebrate diversity through multicultural music, arts, crafts, performances, and community engagement. The celebration will create a space for all to reunite with old friends, build new connection, and meet Asian American neighbors who contribute their skills and passion to strengthen our broader Johnson County community. Um, our event will be on May 13 from 12 to 6 p.m. at S.T. Morrison Park in Coralville. And if it's okay, I will also leave a flyer and a sponsor, sponsorship letter, if that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. You can uh, give that to oh. Stephanie. 
Roger, can I say something? She's also uh, so, so just so this request came to the office first. Okay. And so we actually processed the sponsorship request yesterday. So the, oh. the check has oh, should be okay. getting mailed out either okay. Friday or the following Friday. Well, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> She's also a community leader and ambassador for the Corville. Oh. Well, thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for joining us today. Any other public comments? Hello, everyone. Hi. 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 Um, my name is Master Dongzhi, and I am representing my teacher, Master Kaibei, um, to be here on behalf of our temple here in Iowa City. And today, uh, my master cannot make it because he has to cook and prepare for our meditation class that starts at 7.30. So, yeah. And um, this year, we obtained our 501c3 um, nonprofit status, and we officially started servicing um, at the start of March. And we're here to seek for your support. Our job here, our job as the temple is to help people in the community who need a place to go for comfort and peace. Um, we would like your help in getting words out for the temple, and we're also seeking for your financial help, support. Right now, we have classes every day of the week. We have English classes for beginners, and we also have meditation classes, um, sutra calligraphy, and we also have our service on Sunday. And we plan to have more future events. Our, right now, our space is getting a little crowded, so um, we need to change our garage into kitchen and dining area, and um, we also need to renovate our bathrooms to make it more presentable to the public. It's very nice to meet you all. And um, when you are free, I hope you can stop by the temple sometime and welcome for tea or lunch or dinner. Yeah, thank you. And our temple address is 100 Cardiff Circle, Iowa City, Iowa. And if it's OK, I would like to leave uh, my card and the temple's card, if it's OK. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. You can just give it. You to can me. give it to uh, Stephanie. Then uh, Stephanie can make sure that it gets routed to all the commissioners. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you, and congratulations on your five hundred one C three. Any other public comments? Thank you. Hello, everyone. Okay. Um, my English is very little. Okay. Okay. I tried. Uh, I understand English talking. Okay. Thank you. Uh, my name is uh, Hai Yan Rong. Uh, I have business for massage store. Uh, I live in uh, Iowa uh, six years. Uh, six years. Um, but uh, this uh, six years, I have uh, uh, two years and uh, six months close my shop. I'm not job. Okay. Uh, this give me a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. And um, right now, uh, I'm coming here. I want uh, everybody give me good idea. What kind of good for business? Yeah. Okay. Right now, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Bye.
you give that to Stephanie and she'll make sure that all the commissioner gets that information. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. Any other public comments? Thank you all for coming today. We appreciate you coming here. And thank you for all you do for the community. Uh, we're going to jump to item number six, since uh, we have uh, Officer Bailey here, and he has to leave early. So we will give him the floor, and then we'll come back to item five. Uh, and talking to Stephanie, this is only my 35th day in this new role. And she indicated you guys, or the commission just wants kind of have a snapshot of what we did yeah. the last 30 days and what we're doing forward. If I encompassed everything, I would need 30 minutes because we just do so much without reach. So I'm just going to highlight some of the big things that we did in March. We had a peanut butter and jelly challenge where our police chief challenges the sheriff, oh, I'm sorry, to see which department can, is it, is that better? Um, can get more peanut butter and jelly donated and then it goes to community so that was on march 2nd i think we had over a ton maybe close to two tons of product that we gave to community uh caring hands and more came and toured the iowa city police department on march 15th we had a tyson's company event in columbus junction this is one that we're pretty proud of i didn't realize we have about eight or nine hundred residents immigrant residents that travel to Columbus Junction at the Tyson's food plant six, sometimes seven days a week. And it's hard for us to reach them because they're working 12 and 16 hour days plus the commute. So Joshua set up to where we'll go to Tyson's and meet with them. So I got the approval through Columbus Junction Police Department. And initially we thought we were gonna reach maybe a dozen or so because it was the first event. There were literally hundreds of people that came up wow. to us. And that just shows the work he's doing because I was in uniform. That was kind of a metric we were seeing. Will people come up to me in uniform because of the work he's doing and we're doing in the community? And I, I was just floored with the amount of questions, comments. And it was something as simple as this one male was getting uh, traffic citations for not having a license plate, but he had the physical license, the driver's license. So he was confused. He thought all he needed was a license. So I was able through an interpreter that Tyson's provided to figure out he doesn't have a license plate on his vehicle. So we got him down to the Johnson County Treasurer's office to where he's in compliance with uh, DOT. But I think we're gonna make that one of our staple events and try to do that because we just think it'll just grow as we do. Another thing we had uh, just recently, we had a West High Career event and their staff provided tables, you know, there were military, there was electricians, plumbers, and we had a table. And again, I, I was just dumbfounded by the number of kids that came up to us, a lot of, of female students that I, I was a little bit shocked because historically we don't have that kind of interest at a law enforcement table. But we also had a lot of our outreach people at, the, at that table as well, so that went great. Uh, Citizens Police Academy, we're getting ready to wrap that up. The graduation's actually next Monday. And then I've already started preparation work for Safety Village, which is a pretty big undertaking. We service, serve about two to 300 kids every summer. And then I'm starting on the operation plans for the Pride Parade, Pride March, however. Yeah. They're gonna to dictate it this year, but I've already met with those stakeholders and we're starting to, to get the plans and permits ready for that. How many people did you have this year at the Citizens uh, Police Academy? It was light this year, and they're still, it's the post-COVID that 
prior to COVID, it was, from what I understand, the 30, 40 range. Yeah. And this is the first year we've done it back in person. I think it's 15 or 18. But again, we think that we're going to run it again next year. We think we're going to get back to the numbers. we got to keep it manageable. So I yeah. think anything over 40 is going to be a little aggressive. But that sweet spot for us is at 30 to 40. I think we can manage that. But that's going great. It just, again, I'm new in this position, and I'm uh, my eyes are just open. The amount of outreach that the yes. city and specifically the police department. I mean, I was embedded with the police department, and I would have guessed we did a, a fraction of what I see from this side of it. We, yes. we do a lot of work, a lot of good work. I love the success of, of going out and meeting people where they're at, and that I think that Tyson uh, company event um, really show, show, shows that and shows the efforts of others in the academy and the department who have helped to build bridges there. I wonder if, are there other companies that, I mean, this could be a, mo a really nice model. So the interesting thing, <laughs> they have a, one of their outreach folks that's that. actually yeah. coming to meet with us this week. Uh -huh. And I think he's through their HR department to maybe get us in other Tysons. And then he's got the networking for other companies that, that have the, the same thing. But you're right. This wasn't something we called Tysons in one day and, and set that up. That was Joshua doing all Because we were trying to do these community outreach events yes. over on Bartelt. No one was showing up. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we're, we're failing, we're failing. And then we figured out it's because they're all working. Yes. And they don't get a lot of time off. Yeah. And yeah. so... Again, yeah, it's, a it's great just we, model. yeah, and Columbus Junction, the police chief was fantastic because sometimes police departments will have some ownership attitude. He wants his folks in there, but then again, it was a learning thing for me. I didn't realize we had almost a thousand of Johnson County residents travel there every single day to work. Yeah, we so do. what an efficient way for us, and it, it was forty minutes. I mean, we're just in a car forty minutes, and and we we reached them. So yeah, I was I was proud of the work we yeah. did. Absolutely. That's good work. Well, uh, for me, I just want to give you good news. You going out there, it's give them courage to be curious to want to serve mm -hmm. uh, as police officers. So they are also curious to want to join the academy sometimes. Because there's a lot of young adults out there. I'm saying that 18 to 24. I don't know if they target that group to get them out there. But there, there was a lot of, there were, there were two kids, kids, two adults that were at Kirkwood mm -hmm. but working there full time and mm -hmm. I'm thinking too what a perfect opportunity to to try to build a bridge there and get them to come over to us or in some port you know dispatching outreach community service officer police officer fire yes. and EMS but I, I was yeah I was just impressed because there was language barriers we had five different interpreters that HR from Tyson's that gave us and I mean, that they were committed to do this work, too. And the positive feedback, I mean, they want us back. Mm -hmm. They yes. want us back more and frequently. So I think this will be one of our core things that hopefully will be my legacy because I'm retired in 18 months. But get this up and going so when I hand it off, we just keep doing this for years to come. Because that, that was, like Roger was saying, that was okay. a population we just weren't getting to. Yes. Yeah. That's well, good. That's awesome. That's thank you for doing that a lot uh, because it's. I think they – they appreciate more, like Sylvia said, that you going to them. That's just how it works. And then they work all the time. They come home 
I think they said, you know, we don't even see days. Mm -mm. You know, we leave, it's like night when we come out, it's still night. So we don't know if it's Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> and then it's unlimited overtime. It is I unlimited. Mean, they, and, and it's mandatory mm -hmm. overtime. They are definitely working. Yeah. And what Tyson has done to gain them is his um, son's messages even out of the country to say, if you just get your green card, mm -hmm. you're going to get a job. Yes. <laughs> you know, the... the, the immigrant population that we have working at this factory, Tyson, Oral-B, Portland Gamble, it's just amazing. Um, and, and we also got to applaud Josh, the works that Josh is doing to build that trust with the immigrant population. It's, it's amazing. Like I said earlier, I mean, he's been in that role for some time, but going mm -hmm. to all those meetings yes. and meeting the parents out with the kids playing soccer and all the things, just having him stand next to me gave the green light for all these folks right. to yes. come up and ask me about car seats. There was one guy that got a, a traffic speeding ticket through Cedar Rapids and didn't know how to pay it, mm -hmm. and he kept getting them escalated. So it was just the simple little Q&As mm -hmm. that they had for a police officer that yes. we could just, the quality of life, because, I mean, that would eventually put that on his credit rating had he not paid it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just the work, the behind the scenes, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually dumbfounded by the amount of work that the Iowa City Police Department does. I, yes. I just didn't realize it. And, and I know Josh is also doing some work with, uh, you know, a lot of the immigrant family, a lot of their kids play soccer. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get them with the Iowa City kickers. We have scholarship and even doing some of the equipment uh, recycling. So because a lot of kids coming to us, even in junior high right now, I have players that don't have cleats. They don't have uh, shin guards. So just collecting some of those so kids that this is the sports that they grew up with. They can play it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good that we're reaching out to those immigrant communities. So appreciate the work that the Iowa City PD is doing in that mm -hmm. regard. So. Now, this is what you guys are looking for for yes. me in monthly meetings. Yes. Okay, I just want to make yes. sure. Uh, yes. And I'll, uh, I'll get it to Stephanie prior to meeting so she can email it out. Awesome. So if you guys have any questions, you can have the information ahead of time. I have Thank one more question. Thank sure. you. <laughs> Uh, I have a question about the data that you have for speeding tickets um, and uh, the ticket that, that's given. There's been few issues, I don't want to say what, when, where um, we're seeing where it's a race and ethnicity, it says anon. Is this a new thing or it's been something that you do for certain people? Because I know there's codes where if it's for white, it's W, black, mm -hmm. it's B. But uh, some of the tickets that we're seeing for black people, it's saying anon. What does that mean? So it, it's up to the, so when I was on patrol and I would pull someone over, it's up to me to make the determination without asking or prying or anything. And sometimes the officers are just unclear. We don't have a lot of unknowns that come through, but we do have a handful. Cause I, I can think of times that, that I did it. I just wasn't really sure. So I wasn't comfortable putting something down there to say, Absolutely, that's what it is. I don't know what our specific numbers are. That's not my role. I just know that, and again, we're a very young police department. I mean, I ran our failed training program before I switched over. We're just, you can't train experience. So, you know, when you hire a 22-year-old, they just don't have the life knowledge to make the determination what they should be putting down. So we're... I always say we just have growing pains. You can't train experience is yes. the best way to put it. So an unknown today by a 22-year-old officer when he's 24, 26, I mean, he may have the additional training, 
the additional exposure to the community and then he's comfortable or he she's comfortable but are not you allowed, having an unknown are you allowed to ask what your race so or ethnicity is i don't think there's anything prohibiting us from asking that would just be something i wouldn't ask as a, a patrolman mm -hmm. i just feel like that would be because most traffic stops are educational purpose people aren't being cited it's just we're, we're having a contact with for whatever reason and even though it's polite and respectful the, the driver still is being pulled over by a, a police officer with the lights so we don't want to add any more stress to that person and us asking a benign question that we think is benign may be offensive to the driver that's why we don't do it mm. i mean i would never train our officers to to go asking for you know well, race or sex or any of that does I that help yeah uh, okay we'll talk after okay <laughs> thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. My daughter is coming in town from college. Yes. I see her very yes. frequently. So if you guys don't mind, I'm not. Sure. Yes. She had a, a tough testing week. We'll <laughs> say hi to. All right, take care. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to go back to item number five, racial equity and social justice grant. And uh, we have a couple, we actually have one quarterly report in your packet. And this one came from our friends at the Chinese, Area Chinese Association, telling us about what they did with the fund that we gave them. And there's a late handout from the Center for Justice. Okay. It came after the packet had posted, so it's not late in the sense of when it is due, but it was just late to make the packet. So we, let's look at the one from the Iowa City Area Chinese Association first. I, I got a couple comments to make on this one because I'm just so, uh, I went to the event, I was so proud of the, the work. You know, we, we, we gave them, um, what was it, $3,000? And it was even for the prior year, they couldn't hold the event, so they asked us to prolong the, and the event that they had was amazing. It was a true sense of bringing the community together. I think we probably, they, they feel the, the English on that day. The performances was uh, amazing. Um, the people that were in the audience, audience, they were all diverse from different backgrounds, and it was just an outstanding event. And, uh, you know, I love to go to that event if they, they have it every year. It was it was an amazing event. You can you the, the the pictures don't do the event justice. I know you were there. Your daughter performed. It was amazing. Uh, we had a couple uh, two girls perform at the end that I got a chance to talk to them and they were self trained. They never had any professional training on the dance that they were doing. Keep, uh, keep up dancing. Keep up dancing. It was it was an outstanding event and this is truly uh, seeing the social equity uh, grant at its best you know our three thousand dollar can bring the community together to expand something like that with the lunar new year so for me it was an enjoyable event 500 people in attendance in yes this audience and I think the cast yes it was so well organized. It moved so fast, so quickly. It was, yes, it was probably 500 people in that room. Yeah. And the audience from everywhere and a lot of youth 
from West Side and City High performing. It was and university. It was just it was an amazing event. So amazing job. Good job for being part of <laughs> the the organization of that. So yeah, I also joined, and I just thought it was it was it was a wonderful way to celebrate the Lunar New Year. It was thoughtfully curated. It was informative to those who may not know much about the, the new year itself. And it also showed a wide range of diversity, both in the performers, but also the, the attendees and the audience who showed up. So um, really nice job and um, looking forward to going next year, hopefully. Thank you. Yeah, as yeah. one of the organizers, I feel like it was kind of supposed to be a celebration of Chinese heritage, yeah. but what we, how we did is that just a true celebration and a showcase of multicultural in our yeah. community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the impact of that event. Mm -hmm. And your daughter got some amazing singing <laughs> talents. That three, those three girls, Yes. Uh -huh. man, they brought the house down. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was amazing. So good job to everybody. Uh, you say we have this one from the CWJ. Maybe we can just take a minute to review it since we just got it. So it looks like the center has been put together, but they haven't really held any event yet mm -hmm. no. from the information that we got. No, but the computers are done and they just haven't. Okay. Maybe at the next quarterly meeting we'll get some events going because I know they're getting money this year as well to add the uh, smart mm -hmm. board. smart board to that process. So it looks nice. I love to see it being used yes yeah. and so we can actually see the impact so anybody has any question on those no i just agree that i think that it, it looks nice but it, but part of what we fund is not just the the, the prettiness itself but it's the programming and the that, that will go along yes. with it. So as we see in the next in the next report, it will be really nice to see what they've held, any impact metrics on um, success rate of, of attendance, and um, yeah. So the next quarterly report will will be nice to see if uh, any work is being done there, any programming, and what's the impact, maybe the number of people attending the programming, what kind of programming mm -hmm. they have in place. So it'll be, I look forward to seeing that. Mm -hmm. so. Anybody has any question on the quarter report? No, we're moving on to the resolution for the council. Uh, we actually voted on that last meeting for the recommendation. Uh, I'll be presenting that to the city council on the 4th. So I have all the material here from Stephanie. I will be presenting that. So, Item number seven, 
Commission Committee Overview Assignment and Update and Proclamation. So we're going to start with building bridges. If they have any updates on the work that they are doing. I can go. We really haven't, we didn't get a chance to meet because of the scheduling. Everybody's traveling work. Yes. Um, we try Zoom. It didn't work either. But um, I will say on my part, I, um, I met people from a temple. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday for the first time. I'm actually happy they came today uh, to present themselves. It's really, really nice what they do in the community. So I, I'm excited to bring to get to meet leaders that yes. you don't know about. And so they didn't really know about the human rights. I'm like, just come and see, and we get to know who you are. And they get, you know, we get to know who they are, and they get to know who we are. And, you know, so if there's any situation, they know where to go to. Yes. And Stephanie will be receiving. <laughs> I gave you a contact, so they might have some questions or just need some information to know more. So. Yeah. Well, good job, Commissioner, because that's the work right there, building bridges, connecting with the community. So uh, B, reciprocal relationship. I know Sylvia is going to talk a little bit, then uh, Suyen is going to talk about some of the stuff in the background. Mm -hmm. We also had a, had, a, had a chance really to meet. Yeah, we exchanged some email. I was traveling overseas. Sylvia was traveling overseas. So now we are all back here. So. Well, I'll just say that um, I think right now as a subcommittee, we're working on kind of identifying key programmatic dates for this year's, this newly selected grant recipients, which we had talked about including some sort of orientation to bring them together to build a cohort, a community feel amongst the grantees, um, perhaps an in-person award certificate acknowledgement where they could come to one of our meetings and we could give them an award and, and, and really make a celebration out of the fact that they received um, a grant this year. And then also amongst the three of the committee members looking at the grant recipients this year and each of us selecting two or three, I think we have eight or nine of them, um, to really be an ambassador for and um, to, to, be, to, to be their ally to the Human Rights Commission, to the city uh, throughout their grant period so that we will we'll know, you know any issues that they're having around the grant, um, celebrations that, they're, that they, they want us to share, events, et cetera. So we, re we really can build those um, kind of reciprocal relationships here. Nice. Thank you. I know Suen was working yeah. on some stuff. We started talking about maybe co-hosting an event with the Chinese yes. community, but mm -hmm. um, do we think we should meet Can first? Yes, we. we share more, yeah. right? Can you speak into the uh, microphone? Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So um, we started talking about um, co-hosting an event with the local Chinese community, and we hope to meet very soon as a subcommittee just to just talk about details. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we can we will have more to share next time. Yes. Thank you. Any update from Breaking Bread? Uh, so I've been traveling and we just haven't really had the chance to meet yet, but we're hopefully going to meet here in the next week or so and then uh, have some discussions around our uh, activities and what we're looking to plan. All right. Thank you. Item D, we have some proclamation. Um, I think... I think we're okay until May. Okay. Um, 
Because we did, Bijou did the women's one in March, right? Yeah, and the fair housing one, we have somebody who's accepting that. And then National Day of Silence, I'll reach out to um, IC Pride or another um, LGBTQ organization to see if they can have somebody. So I think according, I think the next one may be um, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and then there's also uh, AAPI Day Against Bullying. Yeah. In May. So um, I I think at your April meeting that should allow enough time to get something figured out for the May. Okay. Thank you. Uh, staff announcement. Um, I would just hopefully everybody signed up to receive um, emails from the the office. Listserv, we have several programs coming up. Um, we have the Boys of Baraka film screening on Wednesday, April 19th. <coughs> we have Repurposing Privilege on Thursday, April 20th. We also will be showing a film in our uh, Fair Housing Month called A Matter of Place. That will be on Wednesday, April 26th. So there's just a lot of opportunities to participate and engage. And so if you are able, I would encourage um, each of you as members of the commission to um, participate, support those events. Thank you, Stephanie. Commissioner announcement, commissioners shall not engage in discussion with one another concerning uh, said announcement. You wanna start? We'll just go this way if we have any you don't have to say anything if you don't have any announcements <laughs> I don't really have any announcements um, but I'm excited to kind of dig in and I I wasn't here at the last meeting but I've been looking over and rereading the grant applications of the ones that ultimately were ultimately selected and I'm excited to really re-envision with my subcommittee members um, the way that we work with these grantees and this kind of pilot cycle. Thank you. Oh, um, well, I'm excited. I um, got to speak with some of uh, the Department of um, Human Rights in Congo, uh, the, prime, the, the minister. Of, they call them ministers of human rights. Yes. Yes, and I spoke to him uh, the other day, and I spoke with his, his secretary. They're very much interested in how it works here. And um, I, I don't know if I was going to speak with Stephanie, but with you guys, if it's okay sometimes to Zoom with them to just, I don't know if that's part of what we can do, uh, Zoom with other. Yeah, we know. can provide guidance. Okay. Um, because they just want to learn from us to know how they can work to provide uh, services and and stand for people in Congo as well. So it was very exciting to hear things that they do, but it's not recognized by the government or they make a lot of efforts and, you know, but I'm excited that they want to um, get to know more about us so we can also help them if we could. Uh, also, there's three women's, uh, three Congolese women that passed away uh, by accident in February of um, last, February, and we just buried them um, last month, and it's, it's just very sad because it was a car accident. Uh, there were seven people that were in an accident. Um, so Congolese community is um, mourning still. Um, 
we buried the two women last Saturday and uh, the other uh, the Saturday, but there's a little misunderstanding about funding in our culture. So um, if we can just support them in prayer. Um, the pastor who was driving, um, his two kids are paralyzed right now because they were in a car and his wife passed. Um, is going through a lot because of what happened. So um, again, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's scary for him because he's feeling very guilty about what happened, even though it was an accident. But um, the situation of blaming, you know, he just doesn't know what to do because the threats, the attack that he's receiving and what he should do and the suing, they're going to sue him. So hopefully um, the community can know more about mourning and understand that I've been emotional. Um, Things happen. <coughs> Things just happen sometimes, and it's not somebody's fault. And not to amount to violence. Um, we have enough violence going on in the world. Um, we have a lot of injustice going on. So, yeah, that's, sorry. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I don't have any announcements. Um, I, my announcement that I, I, I went to Congo for two weeks. I just got back last Monday, and when I was over there, because I'm a Rotarian here with the Iowa City Noon Rotary, I got a chance to participate with the Rotary of Kinshasa, and uh, it was a good roundtable discussion on the violence that's go happening in Eastern Congo. So it was really eye-opening to be part of that discussion because it, that's something that we all do care about. Um, and, and we know it's been happening again a lot. And actually, I was there during the, on the Women's Day in March 8th and they actually canceled the celebration in Kinshasa in honor of all the women that have lost their life in uh, Eastern Congo. So uh, it was a little refreshing to see that the, all those social groups are starting to have discussion on this because there's not much happening from the government side. So sometimes it's gonna take all the other organization, which they call the NGO, now government organization to really step up, to start addressing a lot of those things. That's the same things that Bijou's talking about here, but because I'm a Rotarian, we kind of took it from a different uh, Rotaries and international group, so maybe we can uh, bring some uh, um, push from the international community on the thing that it's happening in Eastern Congo. So it's, it's, it's sad to, to hear what's happening there, the, the death toll, it keep growing especially in women and children. Um, you have young youth military. Um, it's it, it just sad, the things that are happening in Eastern Congo. So keep the people of Congo in your thoughts and prayer because um, they're supposed to have an election coming up in December. 
Well, many people are now optimistic that it's going to be a free and clear election because they are already talking about they don't have all the machines, they don't have all this, so they're talking about postponing the election. So when you postpone that, you still have the same um, government in place. So it's, uh, it's sad what's happening in some of our uh, African country. So They are really electing people. <laughs> yes. So. And the war been there since 1996, so it's about time to, for peace. All right. Um, <clears throat> just something about um, my work. So um, I'm working on a grad affinity graduation just for international students mm -hmm. at the university. I just want um, just want to let you guys know that the university actually holds like those kind of affinity graduation ceremonies, like for the international population. Like we have a, a like a black graduation, and we have a rainbow graduation. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, sure. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Anything else? Well, if uh, we don't have anything else, have anything? No? If we don't have anything else, I will entertain a motion to adjourn. I moved. I'll second. Is your second, and uh, Sylvia, move. All in favor, say hi. 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 What? The lights are on, people. <laughs>